Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's me. I'm back. Jordan's back. <laughs> it was it was weird, um, but kind of cool to like have a different kind of formatted episode like that where it was just totally you know totally different like people yeah I'm I'm about it I'm a fan yeah I think it'll be cool like I feel like it would be really cool to like not know what the episode was and then listen to it later like as a as a list like brand new listener I don't know sure yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um okay so on this episode we are going to be talking about living in Alaska and what that means for our mental health what that means for just kind of the stuff that we have to deal with that a lot of other people don't um and you know what what it means to be up here so far north in the wind specifically in the winter time yeah we're definitely going to hit on winter seasons which in alaska is gosh what eight seven long <laughs> yeah it's it's long yeah i i always say seven just because i feel like it's more optimistic than eight <laughs> like yeah. if, if i tell myself that it is terrible weather you know cold yeah. weather for eight months out of the year that just makes me well like we definitely have june and july for sure june and july Mm -hmm. is absolutely summer (laughs) our summer months yeah and then depending on the year we may get may and we might get august Mm -hmm. but those two months typically are like split in half where it's still warming up the snow is melt or at least in may sometimes there's still snow in may oh yeah so i remember i always think of it like birthdays i remember my brother so my brother's birthday is may 7th Mm. and i remember one year he had it out at china lakes nice not so that we could like go swimming or anything because that's not an option on may 7th ice (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and i remember being out there and it wasn't there wasn't a lot of snow anymore, like maybe little patches here and there, but yeah, the ice was still, you know, it was broken up, but it, there was still a lot of ice on the, on the lake. Yeah. Um, and I remember it being windy and I remember just looking at him and being like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but some years, May 7th. Yeah. is like warm and sunny and beautiful. Like it's so mm-hmm. weird. And I guess same birthday thing, because Mooney is August 9th, and we just had her first birthday um, this past August, and it was like hit or miss. Like, are we going to be able to have it outside? Because August for Alaska, I think I think pretty much everywhere in Alaska is pretty rainy. You can pretty much guarantee yeah. that we're going to get a lot of rain in August um, with a few hit or miss, like last summer nice yeah days and then september is definitely chilly yeah i feel like august like the first two weeks of august normally are actually pretty nice but for some reason this year was just complete crap like august is normally rainy but the whole month (laughs) 
was nothing but rain and clouds. And I remember everyone being pissed. (laughs) Yeah. It's a struggle. Yeah. Like this is our last month of Mm -hmm. like real outside without a jacket, without, you know, whatever month. And we just like, it felt like we lost a whole month of summer. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like is part of why some of the winters are harder than others. Cause like, yeah. if you didn't, if you don't feel like you got the summer you deserved, mm-hmm. it's, it can you be very frustrating. It's like, here. yeah. 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 So it was, yeah, it was not, this last summer was not the greatest. Like, thankfully we had a lot of good things happening in our lives. So it wasn't like too, too terrible, but yeah, we just felt robbed. I think everyone felt robbed. Mm-hmm. For sure. Because we were talking about Alaska, I think we really wanted a lot of uh, listener Eminem input. Um, just because I think everyone has, seems to have kind of a, at least a little bit of a different perspective or different things that affect them more in the winter than others. Um, a lot of our listeners are in Alaska as well. So having their input, um, having like a big group of people kind of let our other listeners who may be in the lower 48 or other parts of the world, uh, just kind of give them an insight as to what it is like in Fairbanks, Alaska in the winter time. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to kind of acknowledge too, even if you don't live in Alaska and you feel as if you struggle in the winter months, this episode is also for you. Oh yeah. Um, I know we kind of talked about that, uh, before we, like when we were talking about possibly doing this as a topic of like, should we? And it was like, yeah, we should, because it will one, give insight to people who don't live in Alaska. Um, but also we're just talking about like seasonal seasonal mental health stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. And you don't, yeah, you absolutely do not have to live somewhere like Alaska to have seasonal depression. I, or not even just seasonal depression, but seasonal changes. I mean, yeah. Like, (laughs) I mean, you don't, you don't have to label it like depression specifically. If you don't feel like that's what happens, you just have the seasonal blues or just, you know, just kind of being down in different seasons. Um, I know people in California who have that, you know, um, because it's more cloudy and rainy there in the wintertime, you know, so I, I, it's everywhere, right. It's, it's definitely not specific to Alaska, but we're talking about Alaska more so just because we live here. (laughs) That's like what we know, but yeah, um, definitely wanted it. I'm glad you pointed that out. Just making sure that everyone knows that we are not saying that, this isn't everywhere because it is. Yeah. So we asked a few questions um, on our Instagram stories, which is typically where we ask for our feedback. Yeah. Um, and so, 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 so many of you reached out. It's amazing. We had so many responses. Um, I was blown away um, by the, by the number of people. So we, we won't get to quite all of, you know, each response on every single question. Uh, but we are going to just kind of go through and read as much as we can and just kind of discuss each thing. Um, so the first question we asked was, what do you think is the hardest thing about living in Alaska? Brittany was one that we got. She said the darkness 
the cold, not a lot of fun things to do, very secluded. So do you want to kind of explain like the darkness part of that? Yeah. So I always explain living in Alaska or just Alaska in general as very extreme. We go from one end of extreme in the summer to the other end of extreme in the winter, um, specifically when it comes to the amount of sun we get. So in the summertime, we have points where it's literally sunny 24 hours, like the entire day, the sun does not go down. Um, it doesn't get dark. It does not get dark. Uh, but then in the winter time, we have the flip side of that to where we don't see the sun pretty much at all. Um, like a couple of hours a day. Um, I can't remember specifically the, like the shortest day of shortest day of the year with, or the, the solstice. Yeah. The least amount of sunlight. Yeah. how much time it actually is, but I think it's like two and a half hours or something. I was going to say there. three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Not a but, lot. And when we say the sun doesn't come up, it, the sun doesn't get high in the sky. It literally just hangs out on the horizon. Like yeah. it never breaks. There's not sun up in the sky above <laughs> you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. It just kind Which, of takes over, makes sure we're like decent. <laughs> We're like somehow still living and then it goes away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, I just wish I could do more for you, in. but goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> just doing a pop by. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, I think that's a good thing to point out because when we say three hours of sunlight, I think what most people would think is sun and high in the sky. Right. But yeah. it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and what's crazy to me which is probably what so many other people think that don't live here are like, I think about like Barrow and Barrow just straight up will not see the sun at all for 30 days. Yeah. For multiple days. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. 30 30 days from start to finish. Yeah. Imagine living somewhere where literally you didn't see the sun for 30 days in a row. I mean, I mean, I've never been in like a prison cell without a window, but like, you know, the vibes might be similar. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Like prison cell on lockdown where you can't. Yeah. I just, yeah. And so I think, I think that's what people think about us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, For living here, which I get it. I, I really do. Um, it's, it's tough. And yeah, so the, the darkness for sure. And that was a pretty, <laughs> that was a pretty hot answer. That was, a, that was a pretty, um, big answer that we got from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, something else that she said though, uh, Actually, she said very secluded, but um, the next person that wrote in had like kind of something similar. So maybe we'll go to the next person. Michelle wrote in uh, the time you go in between seeing family and friends in the lower 48. Yeah, Um, that's huge for me. Like. It is one thing that I wish 
I could change about living here is I wish that it was that the rest of the U.S. was a little more accessible. Um, because in order for me to get to my family, which is in which is basically all on the East Coast, either Kentucky, South Carolina, Virginia, um, we're talking a minimum of like. 10 hours of flights yeah so yes it's not like I can just jump over and see him for the weekend and come back um well even just going to California I I our flights were like total we had two flights with layovers and everything it ended up being like six or seven hours so like just how far away everything is how long it takes to get to somewhere else. Yeah. And not just Alaska to lower 48, but like Alaska in general is Mm -hmm. ginormous. We can't just like, (laughs) I, I don't know. It's hard to explain unless you live here, but like Denise and I live in Fairbanks, which is pretty much smack dab in the middle of Alaska but our like quote unquote big city is <laughs> hours, hours away. Yeah. And Six hour drive in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. And then what, like 45 minute airplane ride. Mm-hmm. But like, do you really want to pay for plane tickets to go to like, you know, if you're going to p- pay for travel, you're not going to pay to go to Anchorage. You're going to yeah. want to go see your friends or something somewhere warm or I don't know. Yeah. I mean, granted, um, Stephen and I just did that a couple of weekends ago. <laughs> the last episode was uh, recorded in Anchorage, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's like th- we're we're lucky because we have somewhere to stay in Anchorage. We stay with Jason and Kelly. They have an extra vehicle that we can use, like so we don't have to pay for hotel and rental car and stuff like that. But if that if they didn't have that, they didn't live there, and they weren't an option, we would not be flying like. Yeah, we drive in that six or seven hours <laughs> mm-hmm. to Anchorage because yeah, it's literally you could spend the same amount of money and go to Seattle or Portland, and it's gonna take like what, like a few more hours of yeah. plane time to get there. But then, yeah, once you get to Anchorage, like people ask me all the time that don't live up here, like where all have you been in Alaska or like. Have you been to Juneau? Have you been here? Have you been there? It's like, no, <laughs> it takes forever. You can't drive to Juneau. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no. But even like, I mean, there's, uh, it's complicated because Alaska is so beautiful. Absolutely. Especially when you can get down to like Homer or Seward or Kenai, mm-hmm. but it's like getting there takes so much. Right. And maybe it's, maybe it feels like it's so much because we're in Fairbanks and maybe it's a little bit easier, more accessible in Anchorage or something. But, um, I mean, I think about that all the time. Like it just, it just seems like a lot of work (laughs) (laughs) to be honest. And when you only got two months of summer, it's like, yeah, do I want to spend all that time trying to put together like a motor home and. I don't know, especially yeah. with children. I don't know. Well, that, and then, you know, we're using, 
we're using PTO and stuff. Well, I'm, I'm using PTO and stuff to go. And it's like, do I spend PTO on traveling in the state, which I'm sure we will at some point, right? Cause we want to, but there's yeah. just, you know, we need to get out and see my family and we need to, you know, we'd like to go and see the Rangers player. We'd like to go do this, do that. So normally when I'm spending my, my vacation time on going somewhere, I don't want to go somewhere that's in the state that has like the same weather. Like (laughs) I want to go somewhere where it's warmer when it's cold here. Yeah. And, and I think maybe the next, um, Cindy shared next and she mm-hmm. had a good point because I think about this a lot. Cindy had said mentioned, um, like we don't have amusement parks here. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have anything like that here. And so, you know, if you're somebody who enjoys fishing or like, you know, boat charters or I don't like just outdoorsy stuff. Yeah. Come to glaciers and you will love it, but yeah. we don't, yeah, we don't have like amusement parks of any of any sort no Um, well because it's too cold you would literally they'd be open for two months maybe three of the year they wouldn't make any money (laughs) Mm -hmm. and trying to make sure that all of that stuff stays you know throughout the winter like doesn't know you'd have to winterize it (laughs) yeah you'd have to winterize (laughs) I told somebody the other day my car I was like, yeah, you know, my car's winterized. And she's like, what the hell did you say? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Cindy. um, Yeah. She'd also said being so far away from other states, but then like because we can't have can't really have things like amusement parks. It's like, yeah, we can't have that kind of stuff. And the I can think of so many little things that I'll I'll try to say that closer to the end where um, we kind of ask that question. But uh, yeah, I think it's funny when people come up and they see like Pioneer Park. Mm-hmm. And I think Pioneer Park is labeled as an amusement park. I think it is, which is horseshit. <laughs> it's <laughs> straight, it's a straight lie. That right. is false advertising. Yeah, <laughs> completely. I mean, it's cute. Like, I like it there, you know, but it is not an amusement park. <laughs> They've got one rickety carousel that, you know, has been going since like 83. Yep. And that's about it as far as rides go. So, yeah, that I thought that was a good point that Cindy made. The next person had said, as far as the hardest thing, the months in February and March when it is getting lighter out, but still super cold. And I like that, like, combination where it's like... Mm-hmm. Cause this is around the time where you start to get a little more optimistic about the weather, right? Like, okay, we've, we've gone into the new year, getting closer to February, like February sounds like March, sounds like April, sounds like May. Um, just kind of like getting closer to the end. But when that sun's out, it's, it's starting to affect the temperature and go up a little bit when the sun's out, but barely. Yeah. So it looks warm. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I, I feel like, and this is just totally my own like opinion, but I feel like you're either getting optimistic in February, March, or it's like the complete opposite where mm. it's just so heavy because it's, it feels like we're, it's never it's gonna, 
right? Like it just yeah. feels like it's never going to get better. And I, I feel we'll have to like actually Google this, but I feel like March is like the highest, like the month with the most suicide rate or something. And I, I, I feel like that plays into it a little bit of like, it's just that weird yeah. time frame where feels like it's never going to end. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. We'll have to look that up because I would be, it's just an Alaska specific thing, but I feel like I've heard that somewhere. Yeah. I I can see that. And I guess, yeah, I I guess, I don't know that I would say I am more optimistic during this time. It's more like, I want to be more optimistic during this time. And then, yeah, so many things remind me we're not, we're not even close. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it becomes really depressing to to really think about it the the next person janelle had said getting fresh fruits fruits and veggies which i thought was another really good point that i don't think people really think about or maybe you know realize about up here we cannot get that kind of stuff on a regular basis like all the time like there are some fruits that you can get year round like apples bananas oranges like kind of the basics and same with veggies you can always get lettuce you can always get you know certain things but like they either go in seasons which I know is like kind of a thing all over but they either go in seasons or there's just so few of them like we were I literally I went to the store the other day and they were completely out of onions Mm -hmm. like onions yeah (laughs) yeah so I think it is go ahead I was just gonna say we have like really great farmers markets but in the summertime which again is two months long so there's like a very short period where yes we can get like very good locally grown stuff and I think we do have access to them throughout the winter um there's like the new place called like the roaming route yeah And they have a lot of locally um, grown fruits and veggies and stuff, but the co-op too does, but yeah, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those people where I'm like, I'm going to have to go to this other store for majority of the other things. So I'm just going to shop there and I don't know. Yeah, no, I I get into the same um, kind of routine and I guess I, yeah, I should say that the, it was at the big store that I always go to Mm -hmm. it wasn't like at a local place I'm sure if I had gone to the co-op or something like that would have been able to find some onions (laughs) so I shouldn't be complaining too much but the other thing is uh that I found is like eggplant Mm. I'll have because I I like to do eggplant parmesan kind of semi-regularly um and that's always a hit or miss like uh eggplant Oh, you know what was so funny the other day? We I went I took Charlotte to the grocery store and she was like, Hey mom, did you see the watermelon? And I was like, There's no watermelon right now. And she was like, Look, no, there's watermelon. I was like, Oh, <laughs> they had these like little baby watermelons. And I was like, We we ended up getting one. I was like, What? Why do they mm-hmm. have watermelon right now? It's just such a random, I don't know. Funny. <laughs> but I just didn't believe her at first. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, getting fresh fruits and veggies. I think we, I think the stuff that we get to is a little bit limited. Like 
-hmm. feel like we just don't have the variety that Mm -hmm. you can get at most in most other states. And then the last one uh, that answered for that question was my husband, (laughs) Uh, Stephen. He said, uh, the cold and darkness, which we've we've touched on, um, and when it's not freezing, it's dumping snow. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something else that I I had kind of talked about that before we started recording. You know, when we went to Anchorage a couple weekends ago, the amount of snow that was on top of their roofs in Anchorage was like a quarter of what we have here. And it's because it gets in Anchorage, it gets warm enough to actually melt some snow a little bit like throughout the winter. So it's not their breakup lasts like a few days. Whereas our breakup lasts several weeks Mm -hmm. normally. And it's because we get so much snow here and it stays so cold. So Something that I think a lot of people might not realize that live in non-cold places is when it's cloudy here and snowing, it, that means it's warm. But if there are no clouds, it's like the clouds almost act as insulation. And if it's a clear, sunny day in the middle of December, it's going to be cold. And when we say cold, we mean like negative 40 cold. Yeah. Um, and so that does minus, get a little frustrating. Minus four zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I, I think that that's been really frustrating so far this year is it has felt like if it's not 40 below or 20 below, it's it's just been dumping snow. Like it's been such a big in, you know, influx of snow this year. And we, I guess we could say that like the reason we're recording this a couple hours late is because we got our roof cleaned off today of snow. Cause we were worried about the actual like weight of the snow mm-hmm. on our roof. Um, and they went a couple hours late and <laughs> they're making a lot of noise on the roof. So um we had to start recording a little bit later than normal uh yeah it's 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 been a frustrating winter um I'm glad we got that taken care of it feels good but I feel like that's something else that we have to worry about that even Anchorage doesn't have to worry about yeah and just the um the maintenance alongside all of that, right? Like, of course, in the summertime, you mow the lawn and you like have maintenance, but most of the time you're doing that when it's warm outside. Yeah. Right? That's like enjoyable. Um, yeah. Whereas in the winter you are shoveling snow, which is horrible to like be manually shoveling snow from your driveway or whatever is just labor intensive. Um, you could maybe upgrade to a snow blower, which is still <laughs> very, um, labor intensive. Um, and then if you're lucky, maybe you have like an actual plow that attaches to your truck or something, but again, just like more stuff to acquire. And then like Denise was saying, if it's warm outside to where it would be a good time for you to do this, it's most likely snowing, which just feels like you're 
getting nowhere, (laughs) but if it's not snowing, it's usually not that warm out. So you're having to do this when it's like zero degrees or even negative temperatures. And it's exhausting, especially because we still have to live our lives, right? We're still going to work and we're still parenting. And on top of all this, we have to, yeah, figure out where to put all of this snow. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, that was part of it was them trying to figure out like where to dump the snow Mm -hmm. off the roof because there's so much of it this year specifically. And there's in the middle of it is just like a two inch layer of ice from the ice storm. Mm -hmm. Um, That was the biggest part was they were just move. They literally would just like shovel some off and then take a snowblower and like shoot it somewhere else yeah and shovel some off and shoot it somewhere else it was like uh I was just like man I do not like I'm glad you guys are doing that and not Steven (laughs) I probably wouldn't be out there I'd be hanging out with the kids while he did it Mm -hmm. so it literally saved us like it was it was some it was like we had to pay for it obviously but it saved us a whole weekend of work basically so I'm glad we did that um but you said parenting where we're still parenting. I think that's the other thing that's hard. Um, I don't know if Juvie says anything, but Charlotte has started asking me, mom, when is it going to be summer? Like, mm-hmm. I want it to be warm out again. I yeah. want, um, yesterday we were in the car and she was like, mom, uh, let's go. She said, let's go to the bottom of the earth. And I was like, I think because she knows we're at the top. Mm. So she, she assumed the bottom was opposite, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, the bottom of the earth is Antarctica. And it's it's even colder there. Like, there's no trees. You know, I'm talking to her and stuff. She's like, well, where is it warm and sunny and has a beach? And I was like, right now? And she's like, yeah, right now. I was like, probably Hawaii. And she was like, okay, let's go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she just, she's not, she's barely five. And she's already kind of, and I mean, we keep that kid chock full of vitamins and exercise and try to get her like, you know, out when it is warm, like getting her outside and stuff. But I think it just goes to show that like, even at such a young age, yeah, it affects you. Yeah. We are very active in the summertime and not necessarily like doing anything specific, but every day we walk around the neighborhood or we walk to the park and it's just so easily accessible. And in the winter here, it's not, I mean, it's just like, it's a fact, it's not easily attainable to be outside every day. And maybe somebody's going to catch me on that and, and challenge it. Um, but un- unless you have like top quality gear. Like winter gear, and I'm sorry, but for my child who grows constantly, I don't know that I'm going to, you know, invest in something like that until, um, I don't know. They're closer to being an adult. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I think it's definitely one of the harder things And there. You're right. There are people that like to get it done. I think even when I don't or wouldn't, and this this is probably not a popular thing to say, and maybe I might not, people wouldn't agree with this as much, but I 
am such a baby when it comes to being cold. I hate being outside when it's 40 below and my face hurts and my, like to me, it's not enjoyable at all. It's not like doing anything for me to, to be outside and trying to do something when I'm instantly miserable. Yeah. Um, and I give props to the people that can do it and just get out there and like they run or they, they hike or they do this or that. Like I, I, I give it to you and I wish I could be more like that, but the second I step outside, I'm just like over it and not happy. And I think we're, we're similar in, we don't have outdoor hobbies in the winter. Right. And that's not Mm -hmm. to say there aren't any, I mean, we're huge for um, skiing and snowboarding and snow machining. And um, my sister has snowshoes. Like she goes out in her snowshoes and like hikes and people love actually running outside when it's cold. Um, Mm -hmm. So like there are benefits, I guess, to, um, the winter, like, I don't know, I guess I want to take back. I just said, like, it's not easily accessible to like go outside. And maybe that's just like particular to each person who lives here. Like there are things to do, but you have to have X, Y, Z in order to be able to go do that. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not like we could just be like, Oh, let's just walk outside. It's like, Oh, I, cause I, it's funny that you said that your sister has snowshoes because I, now that we live where we do, I told Steven, like, I wouldn't be opposed to having some snowshoes on, like, to, to get me out there on, like, warmer days. Yeah. And by warmer, I mean not below zero. And, like, try to get up onto the trail behind our house. Like, I feel like that would be kind of fun. But, yeah, then it's like, okay, <laughs> I can get myself a pair of snowshoes and try to do it by myself, which I feel like is not safe for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and so if I want everyone, I like the only way for it to be safe for me would be for Steven to go too. And if Steven goes, I'm going to leave the kids here. So we got to get the whole family snowshoes. Like, okay, maybe not. (laughs) it It just becomes like a, you know, how, how badly or like, you know, how, how do you want to do it? I don't know. But Maybe that is something that I need to look into a little bit more next next winter is trying to find some activity that I can do, maybe not all the time, but some of the time, because I can feel it like I can feel myself like having that longing of wanting to be outside. Mm-hmm. And maybe I do just need to like do something about it and figure it out because the the things that I have attempted outside I have not enjoyed (laughs) but maybe I do just need to find something that I would enjoy doing outside for you know a little bit of the winter at least yeah totally speaking of that and not feeling great in the winter time um, the next question we asked was do you have seasonal depression if so how do you handle it and we had a lot of different answers on this one Brittany had said, uh, therapy every other week. That's great. I still do therapy once, once a month. How often are you going? Um, I've been going with Alonzo. We've been doing together. Oh, okay. I haven't been by myself for a while, but we go, um, about every six weeks. Okay. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, I thought that was a good and therapy. It's, it's completely whatever you're feeling, right? Like there's no Mm -hmm. 
wrong answer to like how often you're going. Just going is is important no matter how often or little. The next person said gym time, occasional tanning. I thought that was a good one to bring up too because I remember Trina always like if if we were not feeling great in the wintertime, she'd be like, have you been tanning? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You should go tanning. Like she was all about like. <laughs> I get it. Cause when we got back from Hawaii, I told Alonso that I was like, I'm realizing now that it's not um, like, it's the warmth of the sun for yes. me. Like it's that, that I lack so much in the winter that like can really boost my mood because earlier we had said like, you know, it doesn't, it could be just like cloudy and rainy for somebody to like have their mood change. And that's totally me in the summertime. Like if it is not sunny and warm, I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. Um, and so I I told him when we got back from Hawaii, I was like, I think that that would be a really good option for me is just to like go tanning once a week, just to like feel. Yeah. You know, close your eyes, feel that like intense warmth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, go ahead. I was gonna say people do happy lights. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I've never really felt like that does much for me. And I think that's the part that I'm missing is just like the, the not warm. necessarily the bright, but the warm. Yeah. I get that. Cause I, when we moved into this house, there's a wood stove and I'll stand in front of it sometimes and close my eyes. <laughs> yeah. And like I noticed that almost immediately when he, when we first started using it, it was like, oh my God, it kind of feels like I'm in the sun, mm-hmm. like I'm outside and the sun is shining and I'm wearing, you know, like it was so nice. And I still like, I still do that to say like once a day, I'll just stand in front of the wood stove with my eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, oh, it feels so good. Like, it's just that like extreme warmth that yeah that i same anytime i've gone tanning it's always been like a thing too uh cindy had said her biggest pick me up is getting out to have lunch with friends Hmm. um so socializing i think a lot of us tend to kind of pull back in winter yeah do you feel like you uh yeah i definitely think i'm out and about a lot more in the summertime than i am in the winter um i think over the last few years i've gotten better at like and I think too that probably has something to do with like having kids too and like knowing that my kids need like interaction but yeah I mean when it's negative 40 the last thing you want to do is get in the car the last thing you want to do is go leave your house yeah um yeah yeah it's tough Jessica said lots l-o-t-s in caps of self-care getting outside as often as I can and taking my vitamins. Um, that was another, that's another big thing for us is vitamins, um, vitamin D especially, Mm -hmm. which, you know, we do, and we take a lot of, but we've, everyone's been so sick this year too, that like, it's, I don't know. (laughs) I feel like the vitamins definitely help with like your mood and stuff as well, for sure. And you, and hopefully it also helps with like your immune system, but I feel like the stuff that's been going around this year has just been able to fight right through it. Yeah. Bree, um, had said exercising and picking up an outdoor hobby, like skiing. So I'm still able to get sun mm-hmm. and yeah, 
that kind of circles back to what we were talking about earlier. Stephanie had said, I have to keep busy, gym, snowboarding, something outdoors, get out of the house, <laughs> which I think is a, you know, a big thing that a lot of people are saying, which is what literally has me second guessing and being like, maybe I just need to like grit my teeth and bear it and just try to find something that I enjoy. Cause I do know a lot of people that have outdoor like winter hobbies and I'm always just like, they are crazy. Yeah. But seems to make a lot of people happy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, um, I have to agree with everybody who's just saying exercise in general, whether it's indoors or outdoors. Um, there's just, I don't know so much for me personally, there's so much like contained energy that I don't even realize I have until after I'm done working out. And I'm like, dear God, I feel so much better. Like just, um, I don't know. It, it, it has definitely helped a lot. I think for me personally is just making sure that I am getting like consistent exercise in. Yeah. You're way better about that than I am for sure. But I've been, I have been doing it at work. My uh, coworker and I have been walking around the building. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to do twice a day. Sometimes it's only once, sometimes it's not at all, but we've been, and we go like up and down the stairs and stuff like that. And it's, it has been like same, like after we do it, I'm just like, man, I didn't realize I needed that, but I like needed this little you know, this, these few laps around the building and, um, getting my heart rate going and, um, breathing and exercising. It is super helpful. A lot of times in the summer, I feel like I don't work out as much in the summer, but I I don't, but we do a lot of walking. Yeah. Um, And I think that sometimes, at least for me, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I should do more. Like walking's not enough, but it helps so much. Yeah. Um, I mean, we would do that in the summer when we were at um, insurance brokers, we'd just walk around the building just to like get outside, see the sun and just get some movement in. Cause you do so much sitting. Yeah. Um, or you can do so much sitting. Well, and yeah, it's just, it's just that like, yeah, that movement I'm honestly, and because we've been doing it, I'm like, of course I'm looking forward to summer, but I'm looking forward to like working during summer again, just so that we can like walk around the block mm-hmm. there, you know, um, and be outside. Cause there's always like tons of flowers and yeah. they just, it, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I can't, oh, can't mm-hmm. Janelle had said, happy light, go outside during daylight, exercise, meditate and try new things. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the happy light I, and that's really just UV mm-hmm. light, right? I think so. Meditating, which I've tried a, a couple times. Um, it's probably something I should do more. Honestly, have you ever tried any meditation? Yeah, actually Monday. Um, oh, Zaya, Zaya has been doing like a, they're calling it a mindful Monday mm. and it's it's been meditation or like lower intensity sort of workouts like Pilates and yoga. yoga. Yeah. Um, but on Monday they had a meditation one and it was really great nice. actually. Cause I feel like I've tried in the past to like follow little meditation things and it's always just been really challenging for me, but um, I don't know if I, it's just like of coming or something like coming of age or something where I'm like, wow, I can actually appreciate this. Um, (laughs) but it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll, 
we can tag the video in the show notes or something. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then trying new things. I think, yeah, just kind of keeping your life going during the winter time is, is really, really important. Um, Steven had also written here and said, um, kind of the same thing as some other people, but he also added CBD. Mm-hmm. So he's been, he's been doing CBD. He does like the drops and, and the gummies. And he is much like, he notices if he's, if he doesn't take them, um, not like one day, but so he's really, he's great about taking his vitamins and stuff like way better than I am, but he will take it every single day. And if we are out, cause, uh, we order it online if we're out and it like takes a few days to get here and he's, it's been a few days. He's like, I think that was the last thing we talked about where it was like, you're being really like short recently, you know, like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Like what's going on? And he's like, well, I haven't had CBD in like, <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I guess you haven't. Like it, it really does make a big difference in his mood. Yeah. Um, so anyone that else that does that, like, Yeah. It can be really great for anxiety and stuff like that. Yeah. This person had said these last couple of years have been harder than others since the pandemic before I used to get with friends and have kids over to play with my kids a lot. And I think that's something else that probably we should touch on is like the pandemic and what that's done for us as Alaskans and like, or as Fairbanksians um, in the wintertime, especially it's just, you know, creating more distance between each other when we already are like, when we've already created distance just because it's cold and we don't want to go, you know, as much. Yeah, I agree. Vitamin D, vitamins. Oh, this person said that uh, Lauren had said she added an antidepressant this year. Mm-hmm. And she said she feels so much better uh, than before. She also sent a message to kind of elaborate a little bit. Uh, She said, I decided to up the ante this year, two vitamins in addition to vitamin D and an antidepressant. Last year was hard. I needed a change to be the best mom that I can be. Um, That was part of a message that she sent in response to the next question. Um, But I thought that was a good thing to point out. Sometimes you need a little bit of extra help, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and if you can feel that and notice that in yourself and notice that it gets you, gets you down more. You're feeling it a little bit more. And you, you know, I think any way that you can make yourself feel better, that's safe is, you know, is a good way to go. So good, good job, Lauren, good job for like recognizing that in yourself and, and, and taking the steps to, to, to get there and make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Sierra had said, I definitely feel a mood change in the winter. Tell myself it's not forever and stay active. And I think too, like, you know, we can get down and feel like it's going to last forever, but keeping in mind that like, we have things to look forward to. It will, the sun will come back. The warmth will come back. Mm-hmm. And then last one on this question, Trisha had said, I don't know if I would call it depression, but I definitely feel less motivated and miss sunshine desperately. 
I try to get out of the house, hang out with friends, take my vitamins and supplements and use my happy light. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which I thank you, Trisha, for, for sending that. Yeah. I think all of those are definitely good points. Yeah. I, um, I love getting up early. I mean, I do. I feel most productive when I get up early. Um, and it's so, so much more challenging for me to do in the winter than in the summer. I like my alarm could go off at 5am and I am like up, I'm ready to go (laughs) in the summertime, but in the winter months, I will hit snooze 20 times and just be so frustrated at myself when it's like eight o'clock and I'm still laying in bed. (laughs) Yeah. I, so I get the, I get the whole like unmotivated. It just Mm -hmm. seems like everything goes more smoothly when (laughs) when it's summer. Well, and it's just less, it's not as hot. Like summer just isn't as hard. Mm-hmm. you don't have to especially you know when you have other little humans running around you have to deal with you know um in the summertime you don't have to worry about you know getting everyone in their winter gear to run to the store you know like yeah making sure they've got on like their boots and we've got a hoodie on so that you can go in the car seat but then once you get out of the car seat we've got to put the, <laughs> the winter coat gonna, on I was just gonna say can we please address the whole car seat safety issue because you it is recommended to not strap your kid into their car seat with a winter jacket on because it can be so much extra puffiness that the that they're not like securely fastened in the seat belt in the car seat. So you're recommended to put them in something a little bit more form fitted, like a hoodie or something, a zip up. And then, you know, but it's negative 40 out and we're having to like, you know, they put their jacket on to get out to the car. Then you take their jacket off to put them into the car seat. And then you kind of use their, their jacket as like a blanket to hopefully like fingers crossed, they like stay warm. And then you you know, you're taking them out to put the thing back on. It's just a lot, man. Especially well, when I- you have multiple. <laughs> yeah. No. And then with the, you know, jacket as a blanket thing. Sure. Until they kick it off and it goes into the floorboard where it's all wet and snowy wet. and muddy. Like yeah. ugh, it's. Ugh, yeah. It's, I mean, I will say probably, <laughs> this is, I'm probably going to get um, negative. <laughs> comments for this but so we have a we have a heated garage now because the new house mm-hmm. amazing so like right they can just go right in the car we buckle them in you know charlotte's in a booster seat now which is nice because she can wear her her jacket, jacket um because mm-hmm. she's just wearing the regular seat belt but like theo we just put him in in a hoodie and you know strap him down or whatever but so then the only time that he's outside is the 30 second or less walk from the car to like going into his daycare Mm -hmm. and so honestly most of the time he just has I just have like a little blanket for him in the car like a little baby blanket that I just like 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 I just throw Mm -hmm. it over top of him and like run him inside because I'm not if if I sit there and put a yeah no I do winter coat on him yeah it's just it's way too much Mm -mm. like but I do know people that will like get to the store, unbuckle their kids, put them in their, in their winter coat and then walk inside. And I'm like, I just, 
We do our best. Yeah. We do our best. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> and I do, I have gotten the looks before of like, ugh, you know, like ugh, put a jacket on that baby. But like, <laughs> yeah. also, both my kids run so hot. They're I like know. me. I went to Safeway with Juby earlier and she was like, I, do the whole thing right we're like get out of the car I put her winter jacket on and then as we're walking she's like can I take this off when we get inside (laughs) I'm like yeah yeah Charlotte's the same way the second we get in the grocery store both of our winter coats yeah me and her both were like stripping them off you know like oh so hot (laughs) that's funny the last question we asked was what's something you have to deal with in the winter in AK or not so in Alaska or not, that other places don't have to worry about. Cindy had mentioned something that I thought was a, a good thing for us to talk about, which is cost of living in the winter is stressful. A hundred percent. Every single bill goes up, right? Like mm-hmm. the electricity bill goes up, the fuel, obviously. That's something I think that a lot of people don't know is we heat our houses with heating oil. Mm-hmm it's not electric. It's not, you know, it's, we have to have either fuel delivered or you deliver, you get your own with like a fuel tank that you put in the back of your truck. Again, it's extra accessories. accessories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All of these extra things. Yes. And then, so yeah, for, so for that too, you have to like keep a path clear mm-hmm. to your fuel tank and like, yeah, there's a, there's a lot that goes into that too, but so everyone in the winter time pretty much is spending, everyone's spending more money. Your, yeah. your gas in your car, because you have to warm it up and let it run before you get in it. It's just, it's a lot. Stephanie had said plugging in our cars, <laughs> like you had said earlier about winterizing your car. So we yeah. all have plugs hanging out the front of our cars. Mm-hmm. I have a funny story. So I, we moved to Florida in 2012 and we drove down. Mm. So I still had my 98 Camry that had the plug hanging out of the front of it. Mm-hmm. And so many people in Florida were like, what are those? What, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is that? Like, yeah. did you convert your car to electric? Like what, <laughs> what is going on? And I just, it's not something that I ever thought of as being like weird. Right. Um, so explain to them, like, what's the concept? Why do we have to? Yeah. So for the, for those who don't live here, we have to have, um, little tiny individual heaters for like certain parts of our vehicles. Like the battery has like a battery pack, battery pad heater, like underneath it, the oil, Mm uh, so the oil doesn't freeze has like a little, like a block heater and like the engine. And there's like, uh, uh, stripping on certain other parts there's like four ish um little like heaters that go all get wired into like one essentially it looks like an the end of an extension cord um Mm -hmm. that hangs out of the front of your vehicle so that we can then take a real extension cord cord (laughs) and, and plug it in to that and then plug it into like an outlet. So like most stores and well, all stores and buildings stuff like that have outlets outside um, where their employees park. Because if you, if it's 40 below out and you have an eight hour shift and your car doesn't run that whole time, it will freeze up and then you won't be able to start your car. It's yeah, also just like- really bad to start your car when it's that cold out. Right. 
Um, and a lot of times, at least in my experience, if you forget to plug in your car and it freezes, like it's a goner until it warms back, like the temperature yeah. warms back up. Or you have like a legit, like one of those giant, like jet engine heater things that <laughs> yeah. someone brings over and like puts, throws the blanket over it yeah. and like, like legit mm-hmm. has to like thaw your car out in order for you to drive it again. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> Sometimes you'll forget that you're like plugged into your house. So you're like back out. And then you realize like you're just driving with a freaking extension cord hanging out. Or uh so funny. My sister, I'm gonna throw her under the bus. She she texts, we have like this group text of me, her, and my parents, and she texts us and she goes, Somebody stole Logan's cord from, from outside, like frowny face. And then like an hour later, she goes, ha ha, just kidding. We just drove fast in the middle of the road. Like he must have um, pulled Backed out of the out house. And, yep. He was plugged in. So yep. I've done that. When I li- when we lived on Madison, I, I did that at least five times. Mm-hmm. Probably more. Uh but sometimes I would be like all the way out, like at the end of the driveway and I would notice it. And then I would just kind of keep slowly backing up to see if it would come off of your end. My yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes oh, yeah. it totally worked and I did not have to get out. And Steven would be like, Denise, <laughs> like he could always tell. He was always really <laughs> mad at me when I did that. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, there's always like random extension cords just in the street and mm-hmm. everyone knows what they are like for the most part no one will mess with them because like oh that person's gonna be back <laughs> yeah like at alaska usa people would do it all the time i did it a couple times at alaska usa mm-hmm. like go to leave and forget their cord and most of the time you find it wrapped up on your post like the next day in like, the morning like, yeah it's like yeah. still there waiting for you like how dare you leave me <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh god. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, this is this is random, but someone pointed this out to me. Drains in the garages. Oh, that's like not a thing. Oh, that's not a thing everywhere else. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, probably other places that also get are used to get, like Minnesota, you know, places yeah. that are used to getting a lot of snow, but um yeah, that's not a thing anywhere else really so like here it's like when you're looking for a house you make sure it's got a drain in the garage Mm -hmm. because when you're you come in the garage and your car is covered in snow and it melts off yeah it's got to go somewhere you don't want to just sit on the floor so yeah someone pointed that out to me I can't remember who I was with a while back and I was just like oh I didn't even think about that but yeah that's not a thing anywhere else like nobody has drains in their garages that's funny Icy, uh, Janelle had said icy roads and packing cold weather gear wherever you go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, keeping like an emergency stash of, <laughs> yeah, like a bag of winter gear in your car just in case you break down or you get in an, in a wreck. Like yep. you know, you don't know how long you're going to be standing outside. Yeah, because literally, if you get into a wreck or you break down and it's it's the middle of winter and you're there for more than five minutes <laughs> yeah like your your car gets cold quick yeah um so yeah we kind of have to like keep that 
keep some like some kind of like blankets or winter gear or something like that in our car at all times so that if that happens we're prepared mm-hmm. um and then icy roads i don't i don't think people realize too like the whole like tire changeover thing or like oh yeah <laughs> having to to swap out like our winter tires for our summer tires or studded for you know studded tires in the winter and then obviously like regular tires in the summer and like the annoyance of, ugh, I can't find anywhere that I can get my tires switched out. Like everyone's all booked, you know, yeah. like trying to get ahead of, but then if you do it too soon and then it snows, mm-hmm. you're sliding all over the place. Yeah. The roads are crazy here. And I don't think, I think we forget how good, well, not everyone, but how just like the average person up here can drive on like a winter road yeah whereas there's not a time where we're not outside driving on our roads like it doesn't matter what has happened (laughs) or you know whereas everywhere else in the world would like shut down I feel like Mm -hmm. we're like nope school's still open (laughs) classes to school uh you thought work we were gonna close work no no (laughs) figure it out like you're Alaskan figure it out yeah yeah yeah, when we had that crazy ice storm, I remember like so many uh texts coming out from like, you know, state troopers, DOT, stuff like that, like, please do not drive. <laughs> Stop driving. <laughs> be like, you legit have to like tell us when yeah. we shouldn't be driving because we're gonna try it anyways. Like, we probably make it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was I thought that was funny. Um <laughs> Oh, so uh, Trisha had said getting snowed in or iced in your house and losing electricity. Yeah, that happened. So that happened recently um, for a lot of people. And I'd kind of forgotten what that was like to have electricity, be without electricity for several days. Uh, The last time that happened to me, I was a kid and I lived in South Carolina and it, there is an ice storm. It was similar, mm-hmm. um, but it was fine. Like we, <laughs> we didn't worry about freezing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just a little chilly, you know, in the house. Um, here, if you're without power and you don't have a backup, like we have a backup, we have a wood stove now. Um, and we also since then have bought a generator because we were like, that was an important thing that we did not have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, here, if you lose electricity, your house is going to breathe. I mean, yeah. your pipes are going to burst. Your <laughs> Things do not go well <laughs> when you don't have heat in, in that type of temperature. So yeah, definitely that. Um, Steven said your roof caving in from snow load again. We had to have ours or we want, chose to have ours shoveled off this year because, yeah, that's something else that you just kind of have to think about, like trying to figure out like what the snow load is. Have you seen that at all? Like this is about mm-hmm. how much the snow load is for Fairbanks. Yeah. Like this is how much like per square foot, like how many pounds per square foot and yeah, trying to decide. I am terrified that our roof is, is going to cave in from like all the snow. Um, we opted not, (laughs) I opted not to pay somebody (laughs) else to do it. Um, our roof is much more accessible than yours. Um, so Alonzo bought 
it's called a roof rake. Mm-hmm. It's just like a shovel on like <laughs> the longest stick you can imagine and, and just like throw it up there. Like you almost like chop it like an axe because it's so icy, right? It's like so compact. <laughs> Poor guy. He's out there just like chopping at our snow and you can't even look out our front window because it's just like a mountain of snow from him pulling it off the roof. So when you look out our front window in our living room, it's just like it's just a snow. corner of the neighbor's house, like <laughs> up high. And then just, uh, it's just snow. <laughs> well, good on him for getting out there and like working on it and getting it down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but really, yeah, we, I think he was just stoked to buy that uh, roof rake. Oh, those things are awesome, man. <laughs> we had one in Madison and yeah, it's just like, it's literally like what, like 10 feet. It's like a yeah, 10 foot long. hole. Yeah. <laughs> with like a shovel at like a yeah with a tiny shovel at the end. <laughs> uh but yeah it's yeah something else we gotta, gotta keep an eye on the last thing uh L- lauren had said finding the motivation to get anything done so uh february is the hardest for me daylight is coming back but freezing is what she said and um yeah, I think that kind of circles around to everything we've been we've been saying. I think just most importantly, listening to your body and your mind and like figuring out what it is that you need. Cause like obviously I, I kind of feel like I need to tweak something to to have a better outlook in the winter. I think just honestly, from the amount of people that said like getting outside, like I'm going to try that next, you know, just trying, trying to force, not force myself, but trying to motivate myself to do stuff like that maybe will help. That's, it's definitely something I haven't put as much effort into trying as like other things. Um, But just listening to yourself and knowing that you're not alone. A lot of people are going through it. And reaching out, you know, what do you do? Like, do you feel like this? Like, you know, what do you do when you feel like this? You know, trying to find like other people to kind of talk to and relate with, see what they do, maybe get some ideas. And just like Sierra said, just knowing it, it's going to end, like, (laughs) you know, like we're, we're getting there. We're getting to that, that end of the spectrum. One thing that wasn't mentioned that I would like to mention is um, water intake. Mm. I think in the summer, it's a little easier to continue drinking water because most of the time it is warmer. Um, At least I feel like I drink more water in the summer just naturally, but I've noticed throughout the last few months, I like really will notice. I'm like, man, what is going on with me? And then I realize like, I am not drinking enough water whatsoever. And even just like really honing in on that has helped me a ton too, just mood, mood wise and like motivation wise. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Um, I think, yeah, water intake is so important all the time, but especially, I think you're right. I feel like probably just when you're not as warm, you're not going to drink as much water. Like you're not going to feel that need to, to drink as much water. Yeah. It's a good point. As I open my water bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, can you think of anything else that uh, something we have to deal with in the winter that other places don't or. 
don't think so. I feel like we hit on a lot of it. Yeah. I mean, some perks of our winter is we get the Northern Lights. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's like insanely beautiful. I will say when you had mentioned when it's not cloudy out and it's like clear skies, it is typically colder out, but it's a really, it's so pretty. It's so yeah. pretty on those like crispy, like cold, but like clear and you're out and about during the time where the sun is shining. I mean, the colors are gorgeous. It's like oranges. And so if you've been thinking of traveling to Alaska, hopefully this episode doesn't yeah. um, steer you away from it because there, there are so many beautiful things about living here in the winter, but there's just, it's, there's no denying that it is mentally very exhausting and mentally definitely. very tough. Definitely. And I think I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, there, I, I do love it here. And there are so many things like the Northern lights. I don't care how many times I see them. I don't care if I've seen them for three days in a row, I'm amazed every single time. Like I'm just in awe every single time I see them and I'll stand out there and look at them. That's one thing I will do outside. I don't care how cold I am. Like I'll go out there and I will stare at the Northern lights if they're out just because they're fascinating and just beautiful. And you're right. It is insanely pretty here. Like when I, even when I'm like pulling up to my house, I'll look at like, especially if we've just had like a nice, fresh, like dusting of snow Mm -hmm. and everything's white. And I'll have the thought almost every single time of just like driving up the road and being like, I live in a winter wonderland. Like Mm -hmm. this is what, when, when people are like, fuck, like, Narnia and that kind of like like they they make movie sets like magical movie sets look like this try and look like this yeah yeah like Harry Potter and Narnia anywhere that's like kind of set in like that wintry like they put a lot of time and effort and money into trying to make it look this beautiful and this is what I can this is where I live you know like I definitely have those moments on a regular basis um the sunsets and the sunrises because mm-hmm. they're at like diff- like times of the day when you're awake you get to see them mm-hmm. you know so like right now is like prime sunset sunrise time where they're just like gorgeous and you yeah. and you get to experience them on your way home or on your way to work in the morning yep because they're at a time when you're like out and about and that's that's something else that's like really nice about about like the changing amount of light that we have yeah absolutely I was just gonna look to see when the so the sun sunrise is right now is about 9 45 a.m and then sunset is about 4 30 yeah and I've I've always I've I found one the other day that showed like So that's when it starts to, that's like basically when the sun hits the horizon either way, Mm -hmm. but then it said like twilight sunset or twilight sunrise. And it was like another hour on either end of those. Okay. And that's kind of when you start seeing like just brightening the, yeah, like it, like brightening up and seeing like those colors and stuff. It's like right now I, Char and I have been watching the sunset on our way home around like 
five five thirty mm-hmm. um is like the whole sky is like lit up um you're like orange or pink and yeah it's it's gorgeous all right thank you guys so much for all the feedback all the answers to our questions it was awesome to have so many so many of you throw your input in there so much so that it like changed kind of our the structure of the episode (laughs) in a good way yes yeah no I loved all the different perspectives and because there you know are certain things are a lot harder for other people but then um you're like oh yeah that would be tough or I don't know just different perspective is it's always is always nice yeah it's always a good thing we are going to be we're we're tossing around the idea of a live show maybe sometime in March so we just kind of want to keep you guys uh give you a heads up on that um if you're thinking if you hear that and you think oh they should do this or oh it would be cool if this happened throw us a dm or an email let us know uh the email address did you have anything else you wanted to I was just going to say, and what we mean by like live show is something that's like live streamed somewhere, whether that be on social media or YouTube maybe, um, but somewhere where you will be able to physically see us. Yes. Not necessarily Um, in person. Yeah. Where you can um, see us and we're hoping also have like a live interaction where we can like where you can ask us something and we can answer like right on the spot. Um, and then we're hoping that we would of course upload that and publish it as like an episode too. So if you can't catch the live, you can still catch the episode, but right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, any, anything that you guys, any ideas or, or thoughts that you have on that, shoot them our way. The email address is mmpodcast1 at gmail.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at Mental M Podcast. <laughs> yes. I always have to, I should just let you say them. I always look to you <laughs> to make sure I'm saying it right. Um, my Instagram is at Denise Serino. And my Instagram is Torres J Mrs. But add an extra A into J because yeah, girl is extra. <laughs> Thanks so much for all of your guys' input. Again, we would not be doing this without you. And have a great rest of your week. Yes, we'll see you not next Monday, but the Monday after. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, you will. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye.